Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. The purpose of this podcast is to present the Word of God as being just as relevant today as it was in the day it was written. Today we are going to continue our study on just a thought on the book of Revelation, a verse-by-verse study to see what God has to say to us from His Word. Now this angel, this fallen angel, that comes at the sounding of the fifth trumpet has the authority to open the bottomless pit. He's given the key to the bottomless pit. And that's exactly what he does because he opens it. In Revelation chapter 9 and verse 2, it says, And he opened the bottomless pit. And there rose a smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. So when he opens that pit, the bottomless pit, out comes smoke like that out of a great furnace. This shows the literal hell has literal fire. There's nothing figurative here. This is literal. And brother, there's nothing figurative about the fire in hell. It's literal. This bottomless pit is found in the center of the earth. Literally all sides, constantly rotating, constantly men that are cast into hell will be constantly falling, never hitting bottom. You know, the sensation of falling is a horrible sensation. I know something about that because of a disease that I have. But even just the imagination of it is terrible. But imagine being constantly in that state. The Bible says not only did this great smoke come out, but the sun and the air were darkened by reason of that smoke. And then something worse comes. In Revelation 9 and verse 3 says, And there came out of the smoke locust upon the earth. And unto them, these locusts, were given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. So out of this smoke comes locust. That smoke's bad enough. But what comes out is even worse. It's terrifying. Imagine supernatural, superhuman creatures. They come right out of science fiction, if you will. You see what Hollywood dreams up. Well, they don't dream it up, brother. They go into the book, and there in the book it tells them. And they, they, these are real things that are going to happen one of, the, one of these days. These are not just the imaginations of man, but, the, but are, in fact, the reality of the judgment of God that is to fall upon this earth. Now it said locusts came out, but these are not ordinary locusts because these locusts have a king. Verse 11 of Revelation 9 says, And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, and in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. Now think about that. They have a king. If you look at 
Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 27, you find that the locusts have no king, yet go they forth, all of them by bands. So these are not ordinary locusts. These are demonic, monstrous, science fiction monsters that will erupt from the center of the earth. And their power is that of scorpions on mankind. Look at verse 4 of Revelation 9. It says, And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. The normal food for locusts is vegetation, but these don't go after the normal food. These go after humans, men who have not the seal of God in their foreheads. We see then that the earth, the seas, the trees are not allowed to be hurt until Revelation chapter 7. Verses 3 to 4. That means these events, the events of Revelation chapter 8 and verse 7, cannot occur until after Revelation chapter 7, verse 3 and 4. So Revelation chapter 7 is parenthetical. These events take place before Revelation chapter 8, verse 7 and verse 12, and before Revelation chapter 9 and verse 4. Now notice, they're restricted from harming anyone who has the seal of God in their foreheads. They can't touch them. In Revelation chapter 7, verses 3 to 4, we read, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. Now wouldn't it be amazing if we could find out who these sealed ones are? Well, verse 4 says, and I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed an hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. So again, God is going to protect these sealed ones, which are of the tribes of the children of Israel, a hundred and forty and four thousand of them. The seal that is upon their forehead we find in Revelation chapter 14 and verse 1. It says, And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion, and with him an hundred and forty and four thousand, same group, having their father's name written in their foreheads. So the seal upon them is their father's name, and God is their father. Just as God protected the children of Israel in the land of Goshen from some of the plagues that hit Egypt. So God is going to protect the 144,000 Israelites from being harmed by these locusts. In verse 5 of Revelation 9, we read, And to them was given that they should not kill them. In other words, they couldn't kill these men. These locusts couldn't kill men, but that they should be tormented. Men should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. 
These locusts can't kill, only torment. The torment of a scorpion is a horrible thing. When, a, when you get a sting, when a scorpion stings you, it's seldom fatal. But it often causes foaming at the mouth, causes people to go into convulsions. And that's just common with one sting of one scorpion. It's one of the most painful stings known to man. Because what it does is it sets the nervous system on fire. And its effects are, last for several days. In this case, it won't be days. It will be months. Five months. This will be a worldwide catastrophe. How terrible will men find it? Well, Revelation 9 and verse 6 says, And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Oh, man, men will seek death. They'll attempt suicide. But God won't let them die. The pain will be indescribable and unimaginable. It will be such suffering as man will be want to escape. Death would be better than this, they say. They'll try and they'll desire to die. But death will flee from them. In Revelation chapter 9 and verse 7, down through verse 9, it describes these locusts for us. It says, the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. You know, in the olden days, when they prepared their horses to go into battle, they put uh, chain mail around them and put even some kinds of armor on them in certain places. Well, that's what these locusts look like. And on their heads were crowns like gold. And their faces were as the faces of men. Now get a picture of this. These are locusts that look like horses and have the faces of men. They have the hair of women. Their teeth are as the teeth of lions. They have breastplates, as it were, breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. What a terrifying sound that would be. Just think of Israel when they were caught at the Red Sea and Pharaoh's chariots were coming after them. And how terrified they were. Well, men will be terrified at the sound of these locusts as well as their, as well as their, their description. They're shaped like horses prepared for battle. They have crowns on their head like gold. They have the face that looks like a man. They have the hair that looks like a woman. They have teeth that are like that of a lion. The breastplates, armor, is like iron. And all of that is terrible and terrifying. But even more terrifying will be the sound of these locusts as they come out. 
and attack men. They'll sound like horses and chariots preparing for battle. Some claim this could be a description of planes, back at a time when they knew nothing about planes. But I believe that these are literal demonic beings that God is going to bring upon this earth. Man wants to serve the devil. Now they get to find out what the devils are like. The terror of this sight. I mean, these are the sights and sounds of what we imagine in science fiction and science fiction movies. Verse 10 says, And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. God reminds us that these locusts have tails of scorpions and have power given to them to hurt men for five months. It's said that the normal life of a locust is five months. Well, these have power for five months to torment men. What a terrible time this will be for all those that are not sealed with the Father's name. Thank God we're going to be in heaven enjoying the fellowship of the Savior at that time. We'll not be here. But, brother, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you just may be here or in hell for certain one or the other. Then in Revelation chapter 9 and verse 11 says, Again, and they had an angel over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. So we're reminded again, these are not normal locusts. They have a king. It doesn't say when this king comes up, but whoever this king is is the angel of the bottomless pit. He's the death angel. He's the destroyer. He's perdition itself. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 3 says, Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. There's only two people in the Bible called the son of perdition. One is Judas. The other is the Antichrist. John chapter 17 and verse 12 tells us, While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those which thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost. But the son, that's Judas, of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. So the Antichrist and Judas have some real similarities there. Apollyon means destroyer. He's their king. Verse 12 of Revelation says, One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more hereafter. It's got bad. It's going to get worse. Yet two woes are to fall on the inhabitants of the earth. It only gets worse. We have a saying, things go from bad to worse. Well, that's certainly the truth then. So we're going to pick up on this study 
with the second woe that comes to pass in verse 13. But until that lesson, if you're not saved, get saved. And if you are saved and to all of God's children, God bless. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on Just a Thought on the book of Revelation. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast and you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless. Till the next video.